0: Hey, Ham. Hey, Ham. Come here, buddy. Come here. Come here, bud. You want to sneeze? You got to sneeze? All right. It's time to go to work. It's a beautiful day here in Western Cumberland, Maryland uh, We are finishing up a work day We've been playing around with two new Arduino products: the programmable logic controller, the arduino opta wi fi and uh also the new giga uh r one I think they're calling it um so that's been exciting yeah the giga r1 um which is i guess the spiritual successor to the mega i think we talked about that a few days ago uh anyway um so that's been exciting so hopefully have a few projects coming up uh on that we were going to do one with uh um like gardening but i think we're going to change that up um but anyway, what else has been going on? So let's see here. Uh, been doing a lot of woodworking um, and uh, making just some um, shapes that hang off the ceiling um, to explore things like uh, shadows and light. And um, we've got some disco balls to hang up and the ceiling to make it kind of like a planetary effect with some laser lights. So that's been the artsy fartsy. Um, what else? What else? Uh, heading to the Goodwill to pick up some cheap picture frames and, uh, repurpose those for some of my doodles. Um, we've been playing with, uh, different, um, camera filters for the iPhone. Um, so there is a, uh, I think there's a few companies, but we found one called, let's see here. We can pow, pow rig, P-O-W-R-I-G mag filter. Um, that basically you slap a magnet on the back of your phone, which actually does stay pretty secure. I um, know I say that and I'm sure it's gonna fall off t- within the next day or two. Um, Then puts a little 58 millimeter uh, camera lens uh, onto your phone. So you can, you slap the magnetic base on and you can uh, uh, screw in different filters. So we've been playing with different filters, like um, uh, ones that make like starburst effects, ones that do a smoothing effect, uh, different colors. So exploring photography, and um trying to do some some funky stuff with that um what else what else oh uh continuing to read matthew crawford's uh shop class as soulcraft um it's a very good book highly recommend it um I would imagine if you were if you were n- In middle school, in the mid to late 90s, you're probably the last of the generation to really appreciate the message. Um, I know for me as a mid 90s, middle school kid that we still had uh, tech ed class, art class, and home economics. And um, apparently that's all gone Uh, bye-bye. Um, but it's basically making the argument that our focus on the, the purely the academic, the knowledge worker kind of stuff was misguided. Um, and certainly that's from a, from a job perspective, uh, it's really hard to outsource plumbers and electricians. Uh, pretty much any sort of knowledge work can be always outsourced to the um, you know, lowest cost. And then you throw in uh, the, uh, the coming of artificial intelligence, the chat GPT stuff, Um, you know, creative work, unfortunately, um, you know, certainly from the, for things on the low end, low cost end, people that are, you know, just looking for something quick and easy. Uh, I think that kind of work is going to dry up. Um, but I think there will be a market for people still for stuff that is expressly human, uh, or made by the hands of a human. I think there's we want to be a backlash, uh, but again, you know, economics does reign supreme. So, you know, like nonprofits and, and uh, you know, small community groups are probably going to leverage the AI tools that they would have historically, you know, let out to a, a small business in their city, um, unfortunately. Uh, so like, you know, vi- uh, graphics designers, uh, Uh, writers, authors, um, even video, you know, videography and photo, photography um, with everyone having smartphones uh, and they're getting better and better and the AI. So you know a lot of creative work, creative workers, um, you know, even even software developers. Um, It's going to be an interesting time where, you know, I think, yes, there's going to be a lot of loss of jobs uh, where people are not going to have as much work as they once have. But I think there's going to be also an interesting backlash against that. Um, So in some ways, the people that do survive and make it work, I think, are going to be better off. I think there's going to be a, a small market, a niche market, if you will, For people that just want stuff that are made by a human, um, be it, um, be it art, be it, um, uh, even practical things, you know, even, even within, and I think it's going to expand even beyond just, um, the virtual work, digital work. Um, you know, we see today even, you know, people, things that's still made by hand, but, um. You know, there's still uh, the, you know technology is creeping in. So, like in the woodworking or metalworking, you know, CNC machines, 3D printing. Um, you know, there's an argument there. There's a there's it's not historically been completely without human, but you know, it's I could see very. In fact, uh, the Glowforge recently put out an, uh, an update to their software where they're leveraging this you know AI technology, this generative AI. To, you know, someone who has um, you know, no, not, not no, but very, you know, limited, uh, I can, and I consider myself in this group, you know, design skills, at least graphically. You know, you can punch in a couple words, and it comes up with a design for you that you can then turn around and laser cut and etch onto wood or uh, metal or whatever you're working on. So it's an interesting thing. It's, it's, it's both a democratizing time with technology. Um, certainly, I've benefited from... Things that, you know, again, I'm not the world's greatest drawler. Um, I got a lot of ideas that just never seem to to translate from between the brain and the hand. So I've been freed up to, to create things, um, arguably you can say create, um, using AI. But then I, you know, I take it and I, I, I take it as a, not a final product, but as a starting point. And um, so, you know... It's, it's very interesting that everything, literally be it purely virtual and the physical. So, you know, creating creating music, creating written texts. Um, I think there's already an explosion of AI written books uh, on like Amazon, for example. You know, all that stuff is, you know, is it, is it good, is it bad? Um, I, I tend to believe that technology is inherently amoral. There's no good or bad to it. I think there's a greatness in that, you know, even people that, you know, might. we all have ideas, we're all dreamers. We, not, we all, though, don't necessarily have the skills to realize our dreams in whatever form we want, again, be it word, be it written word, be it, um, you know, uh Imagery um, or even if it's like, you know woodworking or metalworking like you know, there's there's I can laser cut really cool things that Would take me either an extremely long time to do by hand by by purely hand tools um, So, you know I get time back um, and that's great. I can get more work done. So that's great um, but on the flip side And the nice thing about, the, you know, obviously um, things like laser cutters and and CNC machines and 3D printers, they're still expensive. So there is still a barrier to entry um, that, you know, those of us that make physical items, while we can leverage these AI tools to make our lives easier, we're still probably going to be pretty safe. Uh, unless you know you have access to like a, a maker space in your community or whatever, that you know will still have a kind of a, a good place to make a living. But people that are in purely the virtual, you know, just writing uh, articles or or just creating, um, you know, graphic design work, you know, it's it's scary because, and, and pretty much everybody, at least in you know developed nations, has uh, smartphones and or a laptop, or, or at least basic internet access. And, you know, on one hand, I love it because I think everyone, I, I, I believe in the idea that everyone's an artist, um, everyone's a creator, everyone's a maker. So anything that, that um, enables the democratization of creation I think is a great thing. Um, from the human side of it, conversely, uh, from the capitalist perspective of making money and making a living and providing it for your family and paying your bills and paying your rent. Uh, it's, a, I, it's a very scary notion because now anybody is a maker and therefore they're not going to need what they would have historically needed to go out and buy that service. People are going to be increasingly able to do that um, on their own. So I think uh, Mike's humble opinion, my humble opinion is that people that that create purely virtual Digital works are going to have to find ways to um, do one of t- do a few things. I think uh, either also move into creating physical goods based on your digital works, um, get into teaching people how to do things that you know. For the, again, there's going to be this backlash where people are still going to want you know human created uh, objects. So I think people will have an opportunity to be to, to be teachers and teach others how to how to do uh what they do as a way to make a living um i know that's not for everyone but it's an option i think and um you know lastly i think there, there's the it's the uh, no, no 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 we don't know where this is really going to end up so potentially there's going to be jobs that we haven't even thought of yet that will come in to replace uh, the jobs that are disrupted you know by artificial intelligence so just like you know workers you know factory workers got displaced in the 70s and 80s with factory and robotization and um, automation technologies um, that created still a backlash for handmade goods um, and so you, know, you may not be making the question is do you make as much money or is your do you have to hustle harder you know um, the, the, the effect on the quality of life is still, I think, to be determined. But I think, you know, ultimately, and if history proves to you know, continue to repeat itself, is that these changes will occur and they will be very, um, there'll be varying levels of, of impact. For some people, it'll be a devastation. To others, it'll be a way to unlock new revenue streams. Um, but then I think ultimately, um, we don't. I think things will work out um i though you know i kind of echo uh, some thoughts of people like elon musk who believe in the necess- necessity of uh, universal basic income because there's just not going to be as many jobs um at least good paying jobs where people don't have to work you know for you know we all want to i want to live in a world where if you put in your 40 hours in a week, you're able to put a roof over your head, you know, pay for your, uh, uh, you know, food in, in your stomach, uh, clothes on your back, healthcare, education, and also raise a family, right? If those are our moral goals, if that's what we think is good, then we need to be able to support that. People need to be able to afford to do that. Um, anyway, so that's kind of what's where I've been thinking this past week is, and actually not just this week, it's it's been on, on my brain for a long time and um, you know, I don't know, I don't know I'm curious as to what maybe other people think you know, where where is all this going to take us um, balancing the need for you know, efficiency uh, making things more efficient democratizing the ability to create with the fact that, you know, we live in a capitalist society and we should respect, you know, if we respect, respect the humanity in each other you know if we if you know if you work that if you put your effort in if you put that 40 hours in you should leave a, you should be able to live at least a decent life right there's a minimum floor of a lifestyle that everyone should be entitled to so how do we balance all these things um, I, I I don't know I'm still thinking about it obviously like I said UBI universal universal basic income is an option I think but um anyway um, there, you know, there's negatives to that, right? If there becomes a floor to everything everyone has this amount of money, then, you know, class will just, you know, it's rise to meet that. So it doesn't really, you know, it's complicated. Um, anyway, so with that, I think I'm going to shut up, wrap this up, um, leaving here in the office and go maybe head out to do some human things like go to an open mic night or, uh. a trivia night and you know get in touch with the humanity after spending you know 40 hours working on uh technology so with that thanks for listening and uh take care and uh, see you next time